0: You're listening to Sobriety with Ari Eastman. Hey, that's me. Well, hello, friends, my little teapots, my little teacups. How are you? Well, how am I? You ask back. Uh, at the time of listening to this, I <laughs> I bet I'm not good. Why, you ask? Well, um, I have a dentist appointment Tuesday, which is when this is being released, And I have a lot of dental mouth anxiety. So, you know, it ain't fun for me. Um, The weird thing is that I am actually, I'm actually really chill with doctor stuff. Well, I mean, I guess not. I mean, not chill, because I am hypochondriac. But I should say that going to the doctor does not scare me. I probably go too often. Um, I probably make appointments that are really not necessary. But I'm not needle phobic. I'm like, go ahead, bro. Give me a shot. Take my blood. Have your way with me. My body is yours. My body belongs to science. It has been a long time since I have been touched. Go ahead, doctor. Touch me. Touch me wherever. I'm giving you consent, man. Uh, However... Because I have emetophobia, emetophobia, I never really know how to say it, um, the fear of vomiting and gagging and all of those good things that I don't really want to talk about because if you have that fear, you know that hearing other people talk about it is sometimes kind of triggers some things. Um, and it's gotten a lot better over the years, I will say. It was so, so bad growing up and pretty bad as a teenager and even like in college, but it's gotten a lot better um, just as I've gotten older and I've gotten less anxious about things. But... I still have it. It still exists. So anything that is throat related, in the mouth, I don't like. I don't like it. I don't want it. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. And while you're listening to this, I am either nervously thinking about going to my appointment. I am in the appointment or maybe it's already happened and I've survived it and that'll be great but you know just uh, send me some good vibes some good thoughts some good universe cosmic dust or whatever and hopefully it will just find its way to me and soothe me help me with my breathing and I will get through it because I always do but you know it's just not my fave. I'm also starting the Invisalign process next week so a lot of just fun dental things for me and my future um, You know, no hot girl summer for me, just fixing my bite summer. Uh, so that's that's the that on that. Um, but you know, because we had a holiday weekend, I didn't post on my usual Monday because I figured people would be out living their lives doing their thing. And I would rather catch you babies during the work week. When you're more likely to seek out a podcast to help uh, pass the time, so that's why we're releasing today. Um, but you know, here we are. We had a uh, Fourth of July weekend, which honestly means nothing to me in general. I'm not a huge holiday person to begin with. I'm not. I'm not really into holidays with. The, I think holidays bring up a lot of expectations and, it, and it, it's always kind of given me a lot of anxiety about something about I don't know this holidays to me it's like you need to have like a gathering and a group of friends and things to do and, and uh, you know there's to me these grand expectations and that always really stresses me out. Um, and then especially a holiday that kind of centers around loud noises and hot weather 4th uh, of July just is not my vibe. Especially now as a sober person, there's definitely an emphasis on drinking with 4th of July. Um, And uh, so I just like don't really participate in any parties or activities. I've gone to pool parties or barbecues in the past. You know, they're okay. They're all right. I'm not saying I wouldn't ever go to one or hang out or do something in the future. But it's just not really a huge priority for me. And, you know, it's kind of nice because now that I don't drink, it feels like I do have this sort of built-in excuse now, if you are unlike me and you are someone who does really like parties and holidays and maybe 4th of July, maybe you love 4th of July and maybe you are a sober person or you're new to sobriety or you're sober curious and you felt left out or isolated because you want to be at those functions, but you're nervous about being able to get through them sober, I say take it slow. There is no rush. Maybe this year you, you didn't feel ready. Maybe you wanted to feel ready, but you weren't. That's okay. You have time. You have time to get through the growing pains of figuring out how life is going to look and how it's going to feel and how it's going to sound and how it's going to taste as a sober person. You are learning new skills. You're learning how you are going to exist in the world without something that for a lot of us has become a crutch, has become a numbing agent, has become something we really lean on and use to regulate uncomfortable emotions. So, of course, that's gonna take time. Of course, that's gonna feel uncomfy sometimes. I had sort of a milestone, I guess you could say this past weekend, um, unrelated to 4th of July, but I sort of went out for the first time since being sober. Um, I mean, sort of. I've had dinners, you know, happy hours even, but this felt a little different. Uh, My best friend Brianna and her daughter were in L.A. for the weekend, which was the super fun last minute thing to find out. Brianna and I have known each other for almost three decades. Like literally, she is my longest friend. She's the only friend I've had who has literally seen every phase of my life she has seen me at my worst at my best at me being a bitch at me grieving everything I mean we grew up together we had our childhoods together we had our teenage years together so she was in town and we went to a drag queen show always a good time previously when I've gone to drag shows I've usually been drinking those good old bottomless mimosa drag brunches you know get loud and loose there's a lot of emphasis on like hey everybody like let's get fucked up so I did do a quick check-in when she invited me and I I asked basically I asked myself is this was this going to be a good environment to be in did I feel strong enough in my sobriety could I go and have fun knowing that I wasn't going to drink and luckily the answer for me to all of these really important checkpoints was yes you know so the first the first thing too that was really important was like who was i going to be with like i said this is literally my longest friend someone who is much more like a sister to me who I can sit in total silence with who I've done dumb things with who loves me unconditionally and I love her unconditionally and she's someone I feel safe with I cannot stress enough how important it is to spend time with people you feel safe with in general in romantic relationships and platonic relationships I mean beyond just being sober being in recovery I mean that's where connection forms that's where connection lies when you feel safe with another person I'll be honest with you if I I had gone to this drag show with some other people from my past, especially in the beginning when I I felt I had my sort of wobbly sea legs with sobriety. I could have seen myself drinking. I could have seen uh, someone in my life being like, come on, let's do shots. And I would have probably just said, okay, you know, that's not someone who I felt safe with. When you don't feel safe, you will do other things to bring that sense of safety and so I think a lot of times when I would drink to sort of soothe my social anxieties and 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 my loneliness or whatever it's because I wasn't feeling safe in my body in my mind in my heart all of those things and so when I'm thinking okay am I gonna feel okay going to this drag bar and being sober yes because I'm going with someone who I feel so safe with and who i've known since i was little little itty bitty like three years old you know when we were just playing with whatever the fuck we played with when we were three years old i don't know blocks what do three-year-olds play with it wasn't alcohol that's for damn sure blocks or barbies or brats i don't know what we were doing at three years old but you know that's when we met was when we were really really little so yeah i feel good because i feel safe with this person Brianna is also someone that if for whatever reason something had triggered me or I I didn't feel okay and I said I need to go, she would have said okay and she would have understood and she wouldn't have made me feel bad or guilty or anything like that. So I think that when you're wondering like with 4th of July parties or other holidays coming up or even just like parties in general or social gatherings or these things or even or going to a bar, maybe you're trying to figure out if you are someone who can just go to a bar I think it's important to ask yourself if you feel safe with the people that you're going with or the people you're going to be meeting up with. And, you know, if it's like a party, obviously you're not going to know everybody. But if you can have those anchors, if you can have one or two people who you really trust and you really feel safe with, that really, I think, is just so, so monumental. Second thing that I asked myself was, is this something I'm going to have fun doing without alcohol? Yes. I love a good drag show. I was dancing and clapping and sticking dollar bills and cleavage. Like, you know, I didn't need alcohol to be part of the equation to have fun. It was just fun to be there. And I think that that's another thing. Think about what the activity is that you're doing. Is this something you're going to have fun with? You want to go, I don't know, bowling or go to the barbecue because you love grilled chicken. I I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of activities. I don't do anything but play The Sims. You know, these things that are fun and you're going to have fun doing without alcohol. And that's not the reason you're going and it's not to get drunk. It's because that actual activity is fun. I think that's a really important thing to ask yourself. There are a lot of situations with parties or things where it's like, why am I going? I don't like these people or I don't know these people. I don't want to just stand around. And if if it doesn't seem like it's going to be fun and you're stressed out about it, don't go. Don't go. Don't waste your nerves on something that you don't think is gonna be fun now listen i will say there are times when i've thought i wasn't gonna have fun somewhere and i went and i pushed myself a little bit and i ended up having a really good time so like yes growth pushing yourself stepping outside of your comfort zone. Those are all important things. But I think in the context of sobriety, especially if you're still just trying to kind of figure it out and you're still really learning your security in recovery and like what makes you feel really good and strong and safe and healthy, like don't go, you know, don't go. Do the things that you have fun doing. Do the activities that you enjoy. You know, not the ones that you're like, God, I feel like I need a drink to get through it then don't do that thing. Go do something fun. Maybe for you, what's fun is sitting at home and watching Too Hot to Handle. I understand. Not every activity, not every fun activity has to be, you know, something we put on Instagram. Sometimes just sitting at home and watching TV is fun. It doesn't have to be like skydiving. And if it's skydiving, great. What's it like to be adventurous? I wouldn't know. Sounds fantastic. What's it like to be a thrill seeker? I get nervous on baby roller coasters, okay? When I went on Splash Mountain when I was 12, I screamed the whole time. I tried to get out of the ride. I begged the Disneyland workers. I said, please stop this ride. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna have a heart attack. And nobody stopped the ride, which honestly seems a little bit insane. I was... I'm not I'm not exaggerating. When I was maybe like 12, 13, I went on Splash Mountain and I went down the first um I went down the first uh, you know, hill or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not going to be able to make it. My body's going to give out for that final one." And so I screamed and cried and begged and said, "Stop the ride, stop the ride, stop the ride." And nobody stopped it. And I don't forgive them for that. All this to say, I think when assessing if you want to go to these Events that maybe could potentially be triggering. It's important to ask yourself who you're going with, why you're going, and also to have um, like an exit strategy. To have a plan if things feel overwhelming. Have a word. Have uh, an amount of time you're going to go before checking in. Now that it feels like the world is opening up a little bit, and I will say I still am nervous. I still wear my mask in the grocery store. Um, I don't, we're not out of the, we're not out of the woods yet. Are we out of the woods yet? No, COVID's still here. Uh, But I am looking forward to trying more things this summer, having more sober experiences. Obviously, there were a lot of things I didn't do the past year and a half um, because of COVID. So honestly, in some ways, it was like this really extra protected time um, for my sobriety where it was like, um... Almost, uh, what are those little things that chickens? Oh, an incubator. It was like a little incubator where I I just stayed at home in my safe little bubble and I didn't have to go anywhere and I didn't have to do anything. And now is the time because I do feel very secure and safe. Now is the time for me little by little to try new things. Maybe maybe actually not new to me, but maybe new as a sober person. Re-experiencing them. um, Assigning new meaning to them. uh, Having new um, memories attached to these things that are not alcohol-based and as I go forward doing that again those are these are things I ask myself did I, I do check-ins beforehand beforehand about about who I'm going with and why I'm going and um, how do I feel about going and all of these things that sometimes we don't we don't take the necessary time to ask ourselves these questions and to check in with ourselves in general like our with our mental health and our physical health and Is this going to benefit us? Is this going to hurt us? Is this, like, how are we, how are we feeling? We don't, we don't always take a minute to pause and say, how are we going to feel about this? How are we feeling about this right now? You know, and and, and going from there. Oh, I don't know. I'm not a therapist. I'm just a girl talking into a microphone. Anyway, it's time for. It's something that made me happy this week. It's my pain uh i basically already told you my pink cloud my pink cloud uh is definitely getting to see my friend getting to see her daughter alice going out together having this like really fun time and my little tiny mini pink cloud is it on the way Um, It was about an hour drive that I went to go see. We went to Long Beach, which is about an hour from me. And I listened to Ashley Simpson's autobiography album and just remembered that uh, that album fucking rules. And it's so funny because I I have this theory that for people who are like around my age, you were either – a big Jessica Simpson fan, or you were a big Ashley Simpson fan, I don't feel like there's a lot of crossover. And so I was trying to think of like the albums in middle school that were super, super influential to me. And I think it was definitely like Michelle Branch, Avril Lavigne and Ashley Simpson. So it's like, yeah, no shit. I had a lot of angst. Is it shocking that I was diagnosed with depression? In sixth grade? No, not really. But anyway, yeah, if you want to revisit some albums, highly recommend Ashley Simpson Autobiography. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm really excited because we're going to start having some more guests. I don't know why I'm whispering, but should I start doing an ASMR podcast? Okay. All right. Thank you guys so much. As always, leave a rating, a review. Let me know things you want to hear about. Come say hi. I don't know. I just finished watching The Bachelorette. I'm tired. All right, everyone. Talk to you next week.